What do you think of this film? Well, I I need to ask you first because you've only seen like part of the first one, right? Or you've seen just I, the first one? I think I've seen just the first one, but I don't remember it because it was so long ago. Yeah. Were you confused the whole time? If you were confused the whole time, I was definitely more confused. I wasn't. I understood. Okay. I got it. Okay. I got it. I was Oh, I freaking banged my I was confused for a good good chunk of it. For good, like the the first hour. Yeah. I was like, what is what's going on? Like I I feel like I have a basic knowledge of what's what goes on in the Matrix universe. But like towards the end I kind of figured it out a little bit more, but then I was still kind of lost throughout the yeah. whole thing. The most confusing thing is at the beginning because you're trying to figure out, okay, who's who? Because I kind of figured that out easily. It was quick. Yeah, but I mean like trying to figure out why it's them instead of why do they look different and mm-hmm. all that. But once you get past that, you're like, oh, okay, sure. Cool explanation, but okay. Yeah, oh, so in the beginning, when, the beginning. Uh, I don't even know, what what the heck was her name, the blue-haired chick? Oh, Bugs? Bugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she saw him on the rooftop, but he was bald, I made sure to screenshot that. I was just like, wait, that's wrong. Like, what's? why is he bald? Because, and then, okay, go ahead. No, were you going to? Well, yeah, because we, we know later yes. why, because, but, um. But then later on, when they were having coffee, I noticed, like, in the reflection, he was an old man. And I was just uh-huh. like, wait, what is – why is he – so he looks different to everyone else. But, yeah. His yeah. his perception of himself doesn't change, but the program that they, like – or whatever that they – what they what do they call it? His his DES or whatever is something in his digital, yeah. like – DSI, I DSI, think? yeah. His, like, how he something is like perceived that. as code or whatever looks different. Yeah. So that's why it took them so long to actually find him. So, like, when Which he's taking the pills crazy. in his bathroom, if you look in his mirror reflection, it's that old guy. He's on top of yeah. the roof. It's the old guy. And then when he's having coffee with Trinity, the reflection of her in the table is some blonde chick. Is also yeah, some, some yeah. blonde chick. So. And that's why that's why her husband had laughed. That's like, yeah, she looks oh, this nothing, looks like me, doesn't it? Looks nothing, yeah, nothing like, like her. Yeah. Funny thing. Do you know who the who do you know who Chad is? I actually don't. Chad. He's probably like one of the Chad, producers uh, or something. No, right? he is. His real name is Chad Stelhelski. He was Keanu's stunt double for the Matrix movies. Really? So, and he also directs the John Wick movies. Oh my gosh, that's because he's awesome. yeah. So that was his little cameo, which is funny because it's like Trinity still ended up with quote unquote Neo. Yeah, he was just Neo's stunt double. So, well, that's fun little that's nod funny. There. Yeah. So, regardless of what universe she's in, she just ends up with Neo regardless. Well, it's the same universe. Well, it's, you know what I mean. It's a new Matrix. Whether in the Matrix it's a or without. new Matrix. A new power, as the Oracle said. Yeah. So, does this have any, like, link to the older ones? Oh, I, I mean, dude. Besides, besides the constant besides, flashbacks that they made? Besides the constant flashbacks. Deja like, Vu I mean, that they it, kept showing what i mean is like how how is the continuity between the films like let's say like the last the last how one compared to this how one. revolutions ends versus how this one picks up 
well, yeah, this that's kind of apparently picks up 60 years later. Okay. So the timestamp between that hasn't really been defined. Mm-hmm. There was like an online game that was like debunked as to not canon or whatever, but it could definitely still fit within that timeline because in that game, Morpheus dies. Dies. And yeah. in this movie, mm-hmm. he's already dead and they don't explain why. So it could, I mean, he would have died of old age by that point anyway, 60 years later. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that he was dead, but it would have been cool to see Mr. Fishburne back. Freaking Neo's like 20 years, and they're like, no, it's been way longer than that, man. It's been 60 years. Yeah, well, it was 20. He was perceived in that that version of the Matrix for 20 years. Yeah. So, So can you explain to me the difference between like the old Matrix and the new Matrix? Like, how does that work? Yeah, because like the the quote unquote new matrix is like the new upload that they talked about, that like um, the purge that they kept mentioning, it was like mm-hmm. they purged the old matrix and all the problems with it, and then created this new one. So mm. like the old matrix is the first three movies, and this is the new matrix, and then they threaten in this movie to just revert it back to the old matrix, to fix everything, but they never get to it so right right it's just a new version that's that they created to um to prison or to help prison um neo and trinity because they're the ones that run this new matrix their pods are the ones that can that are like the the power power, it's the main power source of the new matrix because right, of the right. drive that they the had yeah. the energy yeah. and drive that they have to find what's missing and that they're willing to do anything like they've shown before is more powerful than just all those mindless people living out their lives oblivious all the sheep oblivious so okay who was neil patrick harris he like, was the wh- analyst who um what does that he's mean the though? new well that's just his name in the movie is the analyst it's what he's referred to as but he's right, right, right. he's revealed to be the new architect. The architect okay. is the one that designs. He's the AI that designed the Matrix and designed everything. Right, right. So he's right. the one. Okay, he's yeah. he's the head of the AI of the Matrix. He's not the head of the machines, but he's the head of the Matrix. Which right. is why he was so close to Keanu to keep him in check and all that. So, yeah. And it makes sense that he would be his therapist. Yeah, because, well, the difference is because the old, um, the architect was, like, mathematical and scientific and fact-based and, like, had, like, wouldn't stray from opinions. But the new one, is he's an analyst, so he's he knows humans. He, mm-hmm. he bases his stuff off of human reaction and all that instead of, like, point fact and all that, so. Bullet time. Bullet time. One word. Bullet time. Two. Uh, that's, that's two, two words. words. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, he was pulling the strings all along. I mean, because I expected it in a way. In a way. Like, did you expect it? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's well, he's mean, literally wearing blue glasses. Blue glasses. Yeah. yeah. And every, anything that was like color graded blue. Yeah. Or like anything blue anything is like. Was... You're questionable. Mm-hmm. So. And even has it at the end, yeah. or like when the the reveal is that he's the new architect, and he's like he takes the glasses, of like oh these were pointless. 
because they were they were always just a facade anyway yeah to enhance the blue idea or whatever so he'd take the pills yeah would you like a refill on your prescription yeah how how menacing how eerie yeah. they were just trying to keep him down dude actually okay so i actually kind of got triggered by some of these um like mental things that he was going through like the crazy episodes you mean like he was like the like how he was just going kind of psychotic with all like the yeah like the episode he was having or whatever yeah it kind of like triggered me in a way like it kind of um sparked my anxiety well yeah it's yeah i do because it hit it hit it hit close to home in a way because um you know i've gone through like stuff like that where i felt like i was going crazy and then like throughout my family too it's like you know there's been multiple instances so well maybe it's just because you're in the matrix bro honestly i feel like i'm in the matrix sometimes can you fly i haven't tried yet i should try neo tried and he couldn't do it till the very end okay what what doesn't make any sense is how did he not die when he jumped off that building that was a huge building which building the the building that he worked at where he was having his like uh corporate party or whatever and then he jumped off because he flew no 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 the first time yes. where where he was just like where he was the old man and he and it would oh, but, and it never actually showed him fall remember oh yeah cuz cuz bugs because said bugs, never bugs the was still a part of the matrix and saw him fly and that's what woke her up Oh, oh, wait! Because he never tried to commit suicide. That was just the him yes, trying to be. That was checked. their oh, imprint yeah. into his memory. That oh, he never was a suicide survivor. He just he he woke up to a certain degree and walked off the building and flew away. Yeah. But then they they got to him and they put him back in the loop. Right, right, and that right. was the new okay. story that they added because they couldn't probably delete yeah, his whole memory. So they. That's that's clicking it. now. That's clicking. Because yeah. she says, oh. I've seen you do this before, and you didn't fall. But they don't show it right. until the end when he gets his mojo back. True. And if you if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And when that's he was... When they go to... um, When Neo goes to confront the analyst in the coffee shop, and he yeah. says... I have a handful of crew back there ready to unplug me. Mm-hmm. If you get unplugged, you die. Because you have to be taken out. Oh, you have to be like... You have to be like, sent out. Like, you like know, shut down? Kind of. In a way? Kind of. You, like, you know how they were always trying to escape to the mirrors? Uh-huh. They need an escape point. They need an exit to actually get out oh. of the Matrix. In the first three movies, they had to get to phones, and they would answer the call, and then they'd... Oh yeah, I do remember lead. that. So in this movie, they got past the point of we need to go to phone booths all the time. So it's just because nobody even uses phone booths in yeah. the real well, world. Well, it's anyways. also <laughs> like getting the landlines was well, that was a big thing in '99 or whatever. So yeah, yeah. But it's like they need but to I'm get to specific now. doors or windows that they can just open and yeah. go through. So this was that if he wasn't brought to the exit and they just yank out the jack in his head he dies because the mind will stay in the matrix but the body will be released so the body dies without the mind 
Right. So right, he would die course. and they would lose their quote unquote biggest power source for their city. Interesting. So that was his side of the threat. I see. To talk I see. To her. I thought it was like, oh. Oh, you'll never find me. You'll never leave. get me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was a little bit more. I didn't realize that. That's why it was so dramatic when he went to go grab the jack behind his head and all the music was playing because they needed, because it's like, yeah, he's going to die. So. Okay. So for me, this whole, like, this whole film was, it was, it was mid to me. Okay. So well, if I I had a feeling it was gonna be mid regardless because you didn't watch the other ones beforehand. Yes. And half yes, the movie you're probably also, like, this is cool, but half of it I don't understand. Yeah. But that's, that's because it's that's number four it. of the series. So. I think that's what played into it. But but a lot of times nowadays they they make movies that that kind of like you can kind of understand exactly. even if you haven't seen the other ones. Uh, the Wachowskis. But do this not. was not one of them. The Wachowskis do not. <laughs> This Lana Wachowski did not do that, and I approve. Um, Don't make a movie for the masses. Make a movie for who you want to make it for. Oh, I also had this comment that I wanted to say where Keanu, or Neo, I should say, kind of felt like a wet noodle, like the first half of the movie. Well, yeah, he was lost. His mind was literally broken. Yeah. So, of course. But I, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Um I thought of that sad Keanu meme, like where he's just like on the bench or whatever. Yeah, he's, and he's just like downcast, he's looking down, whatever, at his dropped sandwich or something. Oh, that's another thing. I don't know. Keanu Reeves, like Keanu Reeves, like had has not aged really at oh, all no. in the last twenty and years. And they talk about it a lot in real life and in this movie. Yes, they're like, it's been sixty years, and somehow you still haven't even aged. But I mean, it's Carrie Ann Moss hasn't really aged either. She really hasn't. No. She looks pretty good. So. And Niobe, so. on the other hand, has hit it hard. Yeah. She's from the second two movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I was assuming that she was from some of the previous ones. Yeah, she's in two and three. At least. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I uh, I don't even know... Like, I had some other notes that I had in my head, but I can't think of them. Do you have anything? I'm curious if you knew who Smith was. You mean Agent Smith? Yeah. Yeah, the main, like, antagonist in the first ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how he's this this other guy, visually. Yeah, visually. Yeah. And how it it is interesting it's, that they yeah. they change it up. Well, the the reason they changed it is because Hugo Weaving, the actor who plays Agent Smith, um, was not available. Was just simply not available. Simply not available, and there were heavy scheduling conflicts with other things he was already doing at the time, and they could not make it work after months of trying. That's crazy. So the only reason. Agent Smith does not look like Agent Smith or act like Agent Smith is probably because they had to rewrite the movie. It's not Agent Smith. And they had to rewrite it. That whole yeah. character was probably way different before they found out that he wasn't able to actually come back. Because the dude yeah. acts nothing like Agent Smith. Nothing. 
yeah he, he doesn't he seemed he seemed almost like a rival not really like an enemy yeah you know S- sort of yeah. like a friendly rival well, kind of i deal. mean that's their relationship as the movies go on like they have yeah. this charm between each other like this banter but deep down smith is just chaotic evil regardless mm. he does he's not going to change yeah but that's so that's the one crux of this movie is it's really hard to follow up Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith when you have this guy I've never heard of try and do a version of him, which I wasn't a huge fan of. But yeah, it it didn't it didn't really hit as hard. It didn't hit as, as hard well. because this whole time I'm thinking Hugo Weaving is supposed that's supposed to be the same character that I've seen in these last three movies, who's this just evil, but has this charm and like the way he speaks is so specific. That's like this guy's like friendly and like calling him Tom. Yeah. I'm like he never called him Tom. He called him Mr. Anderson every time. So it's like that's so weird. He's so he seems so friendly. But the way that they wrote it, that like it's this new version of the Matrix and all that. So it's like sure, I'll I'll allow it. But it's like the one thing I wasn't a huge fan of. What other things weren't you a huge fan of? Um, the Morpheus thing confused me at first because I'm like, okay, so he's an agent and then he wakes up, but agents aren't people. So how, how would a program that was programmed to be an agent become a sentient or sentient because Mm -hmm. he should have no other programming to even be a normal human and they show him like he's in the bathroom was like that's when i first saw it when i first woke up or whatever when like he touches the mirror yeah it's like agents don't live lives in the matrix they only appear when there's a problem and the agents take over the form of the people in the matrix to do what they need to do they're not actual tangible things they're they seep into other programs or into other people that are in the matrix to do things. So it's like, so agents now are also a part of the matrix body, which the analyst explains later on. Yeah. Which is like, why have agents have to go corrupt or go take over when everybody can just be your agent and they can just switch on a dime to become that whatever the the swarm program that he called it yeah so it's like okay yeah halfway through the movie i was like oh okay that makes more sense as to why he was able to wake up because they just turned humans into agents but he was still a program because he was one of the few that wasn't an actual human battery yeah but that was the only i like the confusing i like the way that they had those like little nano magnets or whatever um that represented his program outside of oh, the Matrix yeah, the, in real in the real world. Yeah, so so programs could live in the real world and interact as well. Like the botanist mm-hmm. dude that helped grow strawberries. Uh we're waiting on the blueberries. What? Oh, just you, know, you just you wait. It's like okay. But yeah, that universe honestly it it would be it would be interesting be a cool to vacation. see yeah a cool vacation io seems like a cool vacation and then i'll go back home mm, i'll i'll look at it from afar 
Why? Because it's dirty and grimy and, no. and poor and just probably is super cold and there's no real technology or anything to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. The way that you're describing it, it doesn't seem very like a fun place to visit. Well, it's well, it's to visit, not to live. So, yeah, you could leave whenever you want. You'd be like, take me to Iowa. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't want to be here after a few hours. He's like, nah, never mind. Okay, I'll go home. Do you know Do you know how, like, how that world came to be like that? Like, you mean like the dark skies and the machines? How they yeah. took over? Yes. So, this is um, briefly mentioned in the first movie, and then there's a animated, um, like, it's like a film, but like it was, epi- no, it wasn't episodic. It was like an animated kind of feature that they did called the Animatrix, which shows how humanity got to this point and then other stuff too after the movies or so. So the humans created AI. Of course. Or the first robotic AI in their own image. Actual, like the movie iRobot. Right. Humans did that. But then okay. the AI soon became like sentient. And, like, wanted to live as people or whatever and all that. So, they eventually created their own cities um, by themselves and evolved past humans. And then because of humanity, there was conflict, of course. The animation explains it better, but there's eventually a war between the machines and the humans because of greed and like all the evolution that goes on in the the race kind of the all the other things race as in like race to get to weaponry so the robots are racist not i mean race (laughs) as in like yes i know uh why are there wars because Um, people want power people want to be the ones in control people want access to things that others blah, blah 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 That's a good answer. Same reason with the AI and the humans. So they have this war. um, And then the humans discover that the machines are reliant on energy to survive. So they come up with this plan. It's called, let's like dark storm or some sort of um, plan to black out the sun on the entire earth. So that the machines cannot get solar power to live. So then they'll all die. Because they need energy to live, and using solar power is the most abundant source of energy that they had it on hand. Right. So in order to cripple the machines during the war, they cause an entire world blackout that was permanent. Yeah. That was always permanent. But Wait, so how did they do that? They show in the animatrix, like, all these ships that are, like, releasing all these things into the air, and, like, it coagulates, and it becomes, like, just, like, this layer of fog and like heavy cloud that like will just block out the sun which is why it's always like raining or stormy there yeah because they're just they pretty much created this really thick layer of cloud kind of you can go through it they show it in the third matrix movie that they actually shoot they travel through the clouds momentarily and you can see the blue sky and like the sun and then they fall back through so it's like it's still there it's just just it was just a cover to stop them from being able right. to use solar energy. But it worked for a while, but then the machines discover that humans give off 
energy just as a being. So then they started capturing humans and putting them in the pods so then they could create these big like power plants of human batteries that would then send all of their energy to the machine cities so they can just live their lives. Gosh. Dang. And then we pick up with everybody is alive because they need to be alive to give the energy. So they needed somewhere to put all the humans so they wouldn't just wake up or like rebel. So they mm -hmm. created the, the matrix for them to think that they're just living a normal life so they can still feed the machines their energy. Ah. But then some people are reject the what they're given and have the questions of, okay, what is real? What, like, the rumor of the Matrix is around. So that's where you get people that rebel and eventually wake up. So they rebel inside the Matrix? Yes, they, like, it's like, it's like they had in this movie. They see glimpses of something that's wrong, and they pursue it. Oh, I see. And like, then like they'll the, eventually... The code? Yeah, like, they see things, or, like, things that shouldn't be real. And then they, they mm. pursue it and they get out. And then the people that get out eventually try and help others get out. And so on and so forth. So The people that were not so, captured try and get others to escape or whatever, whatever. Okay, so there there's a there's part of humanity who hasn't been captured. Yes, and then well, they the, also... I assume, I am sure the Animatrix actually says this, but I would assume that because you need other people to get you out of the Matrix... Of course. Like, you need to take the red pill so your body can, like, start to reject the pod. And then you'll wake up. And then someone will come and, you know, rescue you. Because otherwise they would just recycle you back into it again. The machines right. would. This is what happens to Neo. They show how he wakes up and they flush him. And he would be killed. But then they rescue him and he's now in the real world or whatever. But huh. yeah, and there's like this underground city called Zion, which is the last mm -hmm. human city on Earth that has been able to hide from the machines. And that's the whole plot of the second and third movies that the machines have found Zion. So they need to defend it and protect it and stop the Matrix from within so they can stop the machines from destroying Zion and so on and so forth. Come to like a truce, which happens at the end of the third movie. There's a truce. Hmm. Because Anderson, not Anderson, Smith takes over the Matrix. He becomes all-powerful after assimilating people and just creating clones of himself that it becomes the entire Matrix. So yes. Neo makes a deal with the machines to destroy Smith. And in return, people who want to leave the Matrix and live in Zion can be free. Those who want to stay may stay. But there will be a peace between Zion and the machines. And that's how hmm. the trilogy ends. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good backstory. I like yeah. I like that because it definitely helps fill in all the gaps. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot in there, but that's that's. I mean, we're not we're not gonna sit here. Yeah, for, that's most know. of what happens before the Matrix movies. So nice. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot in these movies. I need to watch it again. What would you say it was like? Part the best or like your favorite part the movie one. definitely got really good in the second half um i would agree the moment um smith came back and they had that fight <laughs> in like the ruin area that's where it really started to gain its momentum and pick up 
because it needed yeah. to re-enter everybody into this world and explain all of these things like okay these are why this person is different this is why neo is back in he died but he's back here's why they explain all that here's where humanity is outside of the matrix here's where everything is this is what happened to trinity this is why we're doing this now and now with all that out of the way we can just jump start into what we know and recognize as what a matrix movie is so interesting so my question is for trinity Jays. or tiffany i should say mm-hmm. um when when they were in the coffee shop mm-hmm. and simulate yeah simulate i love that <laughs> name when they were there and like her husband came to get her and like was yanking her oh at the, at the, said, no. at the end yeah, yeah. yeah call me trinity mm-hmm. i ha- always hated that name tiffany um how does she kind of like wake up in that come moment? out of it like, well what? yeah she was she was really close to when she was talking with neo before yeah. the analyst has her family come in to try and manipulate and pull her away and pull her away yeah but he kept calling her tiffany mm. so she she recognizes at some degree that this is not who she is so that guy so she knows so she didn't go ahead so she didn't have to like take the red pill in order to no they they explain like, that the red pill is to get you to be ejected from your pod without okay. having to actually like they do in the movie break in and have her taken out that right, whole plot right, right, of right. the movie is so we don't have to fully convince you to take this pill we can just have you think it and that way mm-hmm. we can transfer you out of the pod safely because right, they need right, to right, be right, willing right. To be taken out, otherwise they'll die because they'll their mind will be left behind again, like with how you if you get yanked out. Right, I see, I see. So that whole intricate part of where they're breaking her out and like they pull her out of the pod, but they keep her her head jacked in, but then they like yeah. connect her to bugs, so yeah. that way she still has a tangible connection. Um, while she's being transferred into True. the other thing. And that's why they like do like the morphing thing at that that one moment. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're they're connected through through the jack while she's being taken out. Because at that point she's willing. True. So, yeah. yeah, like there were there were a couple points where I was just like, "What? What entirely is like? Yeah, you know, how does this work? Yeah, and I mean, she was she was more willing and like susceptible to it because like you see it earlier, like when she's. When they first have their interaction, like, oh, did we meet? No, no, blah, 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 Yeah, have blah, we blah. met before? And then the, when they're having their first cup of coffee and she's talking about how, like, all this, your game, I went back and I played your game. And it's right. weird because it all seems like a memory. So, like, she's already suspicious. Like memory, yeah. yeah. And she kind of, she probably, she kind of has an idea of what's going on. It's like, it's like Neo. He was skeptical about everything. So, it's like yeah. they couldn't completely wipe their mind and control them because they're they're um they're the two that are the most powerful for a reason it's because they're able yeah. to, to withstand all of this to withstand that yeah and manipulated everything so it's like it wasn't just neo this movie is like okay yeah it's neo he's the one but there's also trinity who's like they that's a new thing because trinity was just trinity she was just like any other person of the of the resistance matrix neo's his pl- neo uh has his plus one 
Yeah. It's Trinity. Yeah. But it was like he, Neo was the only one that could defeat an agent. He's the only one powerful enough. He's the only one that could fly. He's the only one that could manipulate the Matrix, stop the bullets, do all that. It was only him. Yeah, all the stopping of the bullets, it's like literally every scene. Like, well, <laughs> once that well, happens. When, it's when like... people shoot at you, you're going to well, want to yeah. stop them. It's like, but all it the well, you think cause... about it, the AI, they're stupid. Yeah. They're just AI Dude. and agents. They're just going to shoot regardless. Yeah, so in the, okay, so I had, I hadn't. When the first scene was happening, and like Bugs was on the roof. Oh, when when they and, were in the the modal. Yeah, yeah, Keanu, and then Bugs was on the Neo's roof. Modal, She's yeah. like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave, and then she just starts running, and they all start shooting at her. Yeah, and like, literally, how does none of the bullets hit her? Because that's the, the fantasy of the Matrix, my friend. There you go. The Matrix is um, chaotic action that does not physically make sense but it looks awesome in all of its slow-mo and coolness. Yeah, I know You're it's not, not supposed the to fun, necessarily well, That's make the sense. thing is it's because like, there was this group of kids next to me, which sucked because they wouldn't shut up. But there was this one kid that every time something like physically impossible or like superhuman would happen, the kid would just go, what? That doesn't work. And, like he would, It's like, <laughs> obviously, kid, your parents drag you this movie and you haven't seen the other three. Because, like, you can explain all this, like, yeah, it's it's the Matrix. Anything's possible as long as you believe it to be so. Yeah. That's what that line is. What's he doing? He's beginning to believe. He's beginning to and believe. And at that moment, Neo is able to do all this crazy shit. Because yeah. it's not a real world. It's all in your mind. So if you can think it and believe it's true in your mind, it can happen. Which is why he is the one, because he has the strongest will and mind. Yeah, strong enough to fly, stop bullets, and Just come dope. back to life. He was like, he was, uh, he was using the force. I was like, yeah, you know, to an extent, yeah. They they definitely turned it into like this force in this movie because in the other movies, yeah. he really he, only like, flung it. Yeah, in in the the first three, he really only stops bullets. He yeah. doesn't deflect things or like force yeah. push with this big oomph. That wasn't really a it thing. Was, this was definitely. But the they, force I kind mean, they they kind of establish it when they're doing their their fight. Yeah. In the dojo, it's like you don't know me. That, okay. And he he discovers okay. new new strength because he's in this new if situation. If we're talking, if we're talking favorite scenes, I really loved that. Oh, scene. it's amazing. It, it was really beautiful the way that it was set mm-hmm. up, like the whole the whole dojo. I mean, Morpheus's clothes. Oh, just oh, I. Uh... <laughs> What? No, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, it's because he was wearing a skirt, huh? No, it's because his outfits are fantastic in this movie. Dude, his outfits are dope. Freaking uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen played Morpheus. He was yeah, like, he's good. It was good because like he had like this this jovial fun that Morpheus did not have. Morpheus was this. Yeah, no, Morpheus was Morpheus serious. was this serious prophecy believer like 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 monk sensei super serious and like every time he spoke it was like he was like reciting some sort of monologue because that's just who he was but i like this yeah. version of 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 this morpheus because yaya even or morpheus even explains it. it's like i'm not morpheus i'm something that you wrote 
a combination of Morpheus and Agent Smith. Yeah. So he's like this different. He's got that like funny, charismatic banter without all of the evil chaos that Smith had. But he's still Morpheus, and he could be cool and stoic, and and wise. Yeah. And then he he's got these he's got the suit on, and they go into the construct. He's like, I've just been hanging out. Welcome to the crib. And he gets up and he does a little exactly. dance and he makes himself a drink and he's like, well, and then everything changes and then he like his clothes change, but he still keeps his drink when they're in the dojo and mm-hmm. then he throws it. So I enjoyed um, Yaya in this because I was expecting like, oh, it's just maybe it's like a younger version of Morpheus that they're like playing with there because Morpheus is dead. Right. Right. He dies in between the movies. So it's like... But to have him be like, oh no, this is the program that Neo wrote while he was still asleep. But his mind was still working to create the games. So he created the modal of the opening yeah. of the first Matrix movie or whatever. As like, quote unquote, test. But that's his mind working against his own mind to wake himself up. So, that's cool. Right. Um... Yeah, Morpheus was probably my favorite character in this whole movie. Yeah, he's he's fun. Um, apparently, Yaya wanted to come in with red hair. Really? He wanted to have red hair and like just be really different. And Lana said, "Like, no, we're not going to go that far. We're going to go different, a different Morpheus, but we're not going to go that far." So, right. It's like you still need to yeah, be that... bald. You still need to have that look so people can recognize. Yeah. Right. But also. There's a lot you can do with just outfits and how you act, because Morpheus always yeah, the wore were so good. Morpheus always wore a really long black leather like scale coat, like yeah. um like alligator scale coat, black, and the green tie and the purple vest. Always wore that, but this one's like, no, let's have some fun. Let's let's wear some cool clothes and all that. So yeah, and then Bugs had the the blue hair, which yeah. was interesting, but only when she was in. In well, the matrix, it's, it's yeah. the self-perception. This is what you see yourself as. While you're in the matrix, this is who you see yourself as. Interesting. Because like when they get jacked in, they're bald. They have no hair. When you're in the pod, right. you don't have hair. Right. In the first movie, Keanu shaved his eyebrows and shaved his head. Yeah, I but saw But then that. when he gets jacked in, he's got his hair. So it's like it's your self-image of what you see yourself as in your mind that is projected in the matrix. Which is why oh. Shepard... What would yours What would yours look like? I'd probably look the same, honestly. <laughs> I'd probably be wearing, like, cooler clothes. But my yeah. my hair would probably be either this or the long hair of, like, the perfect length. Depending yeah. on when I, I went would... into the Matrix. If I went into the Matrix in high school, I'd have my long hair. If I went into the Matrix and the machines took over college post, I'd just look like this. I would. I, would, I, I would don't think want, I'd change myself that much. How I see myself. I would I want I see the, myself that much different. I would want like long hair. Yeah. And like a beard, like yeah. a bigger beard. Mm-hmm. Like, let me think. Jason Momoa. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a little bit too much, but um. Well, the thing is, is you'll 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 picture it, and then it'll look the best it ever would because you would imagine it perfect. Right. So it doesn't matter. It wouldn't be like, oh, that's too long. It would be the perfect length for you true 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 <laughs> but yeah i definitely want long hair i was doing my hair the other night and um i put like a little yeah, top I saw knot on here post, you stupid top <laughs> knot 
<laughs> I used to do that all the time back in the day oh. when my hair was long. Yeah. Well, longer. <laughs> but finally getting to that stage where it's like I got some flow on it. Mm. But it's still straight as all heck. Yeah. There yeah. were... having. Str- Go ahead. You were talking about hair. I was going to move on. Well, yeah, no, I'm still talking kind of about the the image that I yeah, would have. Go ahead, because I, I was going to bring something I up. I want maybe maybe a little bit of a wave in my hair. Yeah, you know, because my hair is way too straight. Okay. Um, but then yeah, I would also probably have some like dope ass like suit or something. Yeah, it's like I'll have a cool suit. I would definitely have a black trench coat. I know that. I wouldn't have a tie. I'd have some no, cool ties. some cool boots or sneakers, black, black trench coat. But this also, cool. okay. So glasses what's, make what's, everybody cooler. I'm sorry, but they do. What What is the better option at this point, though? Like, think of think of living in the Matrix or living in the dystopian future. Like that is the question of the, Matrix. of the movies, my friend. Like choice. It's a choice. matter of choice, not a matter of what's better. Because that's what happens in, throughout the movies. It's like some people don't care. They'd rather live in the Matrix because it's a better choice for them. But some yeah. people want to be free because the choice is like, I'd rather be free than be this slave pod for a machine mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like the whole movie is about choice and the choices you make. They've always been. Yeah, like that, I, so. I understand that. But like how much more of a choice do you have outside? Like, <laughs> well, it's so it's much not a matter of anything. how much more or what you can do. It's a matter of what you perceive as reality and perception of, is this really a life? If I know that this is fake and I'm living my days out in something that's just not real, is that a life? Or would you rather live in the real world and, hey, still go visit this fun world? but also fight to stay and have that freedom and that choice. Okay. So when you put it like that is like live in the real, real world, but also you can visit this. When well, you can, world, you see it in the movies. They well, don't yeah, yeah, live in it. They go they in there it, to, they go in it to keep fighting because the longer that they're in it, they can be found by the machines because it takes energy and it gives off a radius, a radial like energy that they can detect. Which is yeah. why in the first three movies, there's always they're always running from the octopus floaty fly things, the sentinels. Yeah. So like, they can only be in for so long, or they'll be found. They have to keep true. moving and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you can go in and have some fun, true. but you can't live there per se. But then it then it comes like, okay, if I can go into this world and it's beautiful, and I have all the things I need in there, and like. I don't have to worry about really anything versus coming out and not having anything and having to worry about everything. I don't know. I, I feel like you feel like you'd be a pawn. I'd probably, probably, I mean, hell no. The thing is, I love choice. I love choice. You don't love choice, but you want the easy one. I would, I would, I mean, I feel like it would be easier. Don't to walk just around be in the matrix. The easy one. No, I'm not walking around it. I, I'm yeah, I'm, I know, but point. I'm just making it clear that Mark's wants, Mark wants the easy way out. Uh, I mean, when I look at my options, the dystopian future around me, that would, you know. I'd still rather wouldn't. have that than be some fucking battery. I mean, if it got to that point. 
if it got that bad. I mean. All right, Elon, <laughs> don't touch AI ever. Um, Will Smith showed us first. It didn't work out. Right. You know, I don't think it would ever get that bad. Actually, no. Will Smith did not show us first. I'm s- the freaking Matrix showed us, showed us. Ninety nine. Was the Matrix before? Yes, it was in ninety nine. <laughs> when was I Robot? Early two thousands. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, two thousand four would ever get to came a out after all three Matrix movies. Oh wow! So why did it take them this long to make another one? Because it ended. The story ended. Why did they bring it back then? Because there's Money. a story that the director <laughs> wanted to tell. I guess so. They talk about it in the movie. They poke fun at it throughout it. They're like, why bring back a 20-year-old video game? Why? For profit, of course. True. So it's like they're poking fun at themselves. But within that, right, they still tell a very right. nice story that it it wasn't needed but it it adds to to the weight of the first three in a nice way yeah even if it's not the perfect sequel that people would have wanted it's a interesting version for a modern world version of do you think that they're gonna do you think that they're gonna continue this in any sort of way um like not necessarily like a like a continued series like a continued series about like neo and trinity fighting the rest of the machine yeah. world like not necessarily well even it's that, like the but... first um just you mean like spinoffs within the matrix and all that possibly like what what do you think the yeah. future for the i matrix mean uh, the freaking the maravingian mentions it but um yeah you probably you don't even know who that is the maravingian he was a rogue program that was exiled in the system but um found his way to not be exiled and harbored harbored uh every other exile program he was in uh, the second two movies, and he was a major role um, in things that needed to be asked for and tr- traded and all that. Um, the when they have the fight in like the warehouse, and there's the long beard guy that's like kind of crazy, and like he's got this mm-hmm. weird French accent. That's the Maravigian. I kind of liked him. That's the Maravigian. Oh, nice. So he was he was eventually, I guess, found and exiled, but Smith brought them brought the exiled programs out of their hole to fight the the rest of the crew while he handled Neo. Yeah. So that I, w- I did I will say that I wasn't a huge fan of this version of Smith, but there was there were moments that really worked that are pretty much just nostalgia based. Kind of. But it's like you could like the seeds are there even if it's different, which is like it really worked well in the trailers. Um, which is where he was standing out the window and he goes, all those people living out their lives, oblivious or whatever. That's mm-hmm. the same line that Agent Smith has to Neo in the first. Oh, I know. He has it. No, Agent Smith says it to Morpheus in the first Matrix movie. So that like he he played that line very well. I'm like, oh, this is. Yeah, I can totally see Smith in this guy. But then as the movie went on, he was like, he became his own thing once he quote unquote woke up again. Because even yeah. Smith had to be freed. Um, yeah. Because Smith was freaking eradicated at the end of the third one. So. But the bit in the, in the, when the sprinklers turn on and they're fighting in the, 
the the skyscraper or whatever. And then, like he Mr. looks down, he no, he sees yeah, he sees everything that's happening, and he's like he's breaking, and he's starting to wake up, and become Smith, and he sees the gun, right. and that is the gun, the 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 agents always carried those freaking Desert Eagles, everywhere. Mm. Those were that's the only thing they used. They didn't use machine guns or nothing. They used those Desert Eagles, or they fought with their fists. So he picks it up, and the moment he grabs it, there's like this. I don't know how to describe it. So I'm saying there's a Matrix sound effect. That happens like mm. like like he clicks on, like he wakes up, and then he screams, Mr. Anderson. Like he realizes where he is and what's been happening. And he wakes up and just it's that was a that was a good scene. That whole bit mm. from the moment the evacuation started to that that ending bit. And then when Neo's on the roof and he's gonna jump again and Bugs grabs him, he's like, No, 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 no. Come with me. That whole scene that he's like he's like i can fly just free your mind yeah he's, he's like just like about to jump free, just free your mind it's easy it's all right uh, and he's like in sweats in a beanie and like a jacket long jacket it's like cool keanu looks comfy uh yeah but that scene where she's like explaining to him and then he takes well he doesn't take the pill but like and then he sees the rabbit on her arm um that was Which, a cool scene too in the in like the theater. Yeah, that, that whole that scene. that whole sequence was really great. That's where I started to really enjoy it more. After the initial, okay, this is really confusing. I'm not sure where they're going with this. I don't know if this is gonna work. And then it really started working at that point for me, at least. Um, but that scene, I was like, oh, you're hitting me with with emotions because of the music, um, was so nostalgic and like the explanations that they were giving him and like just the way that the scene built to him actually going through the door of, of white light, which is another thing from the previous movies. So it's like this movie ramps and ramps and ramps and pays off and ramps and ramps and ramps and pays off like multiple times, which is really nice because so, so basically what you're telling me is that I should go back and watch the first three movies. Yeah. And then watch this again and you'll probably really enjoy it. Yeah, I probably should have done yeah. that before. There is, I mean, I can understand why they showed the actual, you know, like the flashback bits from the movies. Like when, I liked that, actually. Yeah, but I I liked it to the point of where, like, they were showing it on the screen. Or, mm-hmm. like, it was within the movie. It wasn't like, let's cut away to this same scene. Yeah. Like, when he was saying the, living out their lives, oblivious, and then it cuts the Smith saying it, and then it cuts back. Yeah. Or when Trinity leaves the coffee shop and she looks back and it cuts to a scene from the Psycho Matrix movie, her looking the same way, and then it cuts back. Like, mm-hmm. as someone who has seen the movies, I already recognize those callbacks and those quote unquote deja vu moments. So, deja vu. I don't think they needed to be in there, but I can understand why they did it because they needed to make the connections for those who were unsure. And not as like pinpointed like I am with remembering all those things. And it helps for people, you know, who haven't seen it. It's like, oh, that person's probably that same person because they're saying the same line in the same frame. So yeah. I understand why they did it. I think it's kind of tiptoeing the audience with you as you go, but it's as for someone who didn't need it, that's why I didn't care for it. But I'm sure you probably liked it because it was something that was yeah. kind of new to you and kind of helped. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I didn't go into this movie completely blind. Like, I did watch um, a movie theory video on it, and uh, also I watched like I watched a little bit of the you know the first one. Yeah, well, that's the one that everybody remembers the most. Yeah, which I mean, they pulled so, most of their stuff from the first one as far as like visual references and stuff. But like, there were a lot of background stuff like in in Smith's like executive office where he has the meeting with him. And there's like this bust in the background of someone like getting their face punched yeah. in. That is a bust of the of the actual Agent Smith, the first one getting punched in the third movie. Because there's this nice. whole bit in the final fight where where Neo's punch goes slow motion into Agent Smith's face, and it does this slow mo like effect in the frame. So it's like they just took a bust of it and they put it on the back. Because it's like it's all That's the funny. game, it's all the game merch, it's all the merch from yeah. the game, and all the statues that they came out with and stuff. So, it's that was a really easy way to throw callbacks and nods to stuff that they didn't have to directly reference. Yeah, but <sighs> um, music was great, sounded very matrixy to me. It was not the same composer. Um, I'm not sure why it wasn't the same composer. Either they didn't want to come back or. Maybe they died. I don't know who who did the ori- the original composing. Let me look. You know what would have been like cheesy, but also kind of funny. Yes, is if they included one of those like lean back scenes, how they had in the you know the previous yeah um one the first one I think is the first one right where he did like the lean back with the bullets yeah bullet time yeah the first one bullet time is that what bullet time is yeah when it goes slow mo bullet time is the effect that they created where it goes slow-mo and the camera spins around the person completely. Yeah. And it's like the same frame, but they spin around in either slow motion or freeze frame. That's called bullet time. That that mm. effect or that kind of shot is bullet time. That's slow-mo yeah. time. So, okay, I have a question. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. when they were shooting that scene with... Um, the analyst and Keanu. Oh, like in how the, Keanu's like, moving shop. slow and he's moving quick. Yeah, he's probably comped in separate. Comped he's in. Probably comped yeah. in separate. That makes like the most sense. Like he's either. They probably they did probably plate shots of Keanu acting by himself in full motion, and then they're mm-hmm. able to slow him down or whatever because everything slows down except for the analyst. So right, how I would think it is that he's not actually there for Keanu's shots. And then he's doing the scene by himself on the same set or by himself on a green screen, possibly. So they can put him in and like manipulate his movements separate from Keanu's and all that. So that, that would be my guess, but I I think what you're saying, it makes the most sense is that they would film it on the same set, but just separate scenes. Either same, either same set and comp them together or, Neil Patrick Harris on a green screen, but they have to get the exact same camera angles or, yeah. or they did it, which I know they were credited in the credits, which was unreal engine mm. and unreal engine uses uh, VR and all that stuff too, which is, it's just a pretty new thing for um, movies and stuff, which is using like the volume that they call it, which is what the Mandalorian uses. Um, oh, that, that, that room, the volume. Yeah. Yeah. 
just the 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 screen so they can adjust to camera and all that so they could have used that because they probably did use unreal and then because unreal is you can create a space and then take a camera and then move it throughout that space but you would only see mm -hmm. it on that screen you don't need to have an actual set because it's all in game engine so you can just move the camera around a set but it but it moves around in the actual world on the camera or whatever so yeah I, they probably use that in some way too um so so we really are going to the matrix i mean <laughs> it i wouldn't mind you know looking cool and flying around but if you truly believe if, if you believe and if you don't hey i mean we could we could fly, fly around you know, yeah, but like them, I want to wear my trench coat soon. and have it flap in the wind as I just look stoically and move. Dude, honestly, probably in the next, I want to say next fifteen years, we're gonna be able to fly without. Planes. We're gonna have we're gonna have jetpacks. Sure, I mean, like like I think it's gonna be a, a, a fairly sure well known thing. Sure, that doesn't interest me though. I want to be able to propel my body without any sort of force besides my own willpower <laughs> that's probably never gonna happen no it's not maybe in your dreams no it's not maybe in your dreams yeah. or your nightmares because i think i've had nightmares where i've been flying wow you've <laughs> had you have very odd nightmares well okay so i don't really let have me tell nightmares. you why let me tell you why it was a long time ago and it was this dream where i was flying over the ocean and there was like it was kind of like a storm, and then there was, like, this huge hotel structure in the middle of the ocean, and then I was, like, on top of it, and then I jump off of it, and then I go close to the water, and then this, like, shark comes up and eats me. Wow. But I was flying in it, so. Cool. And then you also just died. Yeah. That's cool. But the thing is, the cool thing is, in dreams, if you die, you just wake up. Dream, 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 dream. Mm, you're losing Shark me. Boy and Lava Girl. Close your eyes, shut your mouth, dream a dream and get us out. Dream, 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 dream. I might have to go back and watch no, it. No, you I don't. don't remember. It's Taylor Lautner singing a song on a green screen. Beautiful. You he's mean Caleb? Like, no, he's like 12 in the movie. Oh, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um. There was one more thing I wanted to ask about. Did you recognize the end credits song? Uh, I did not listen to the end credits. Actually, I skipped over it. Oh, go do it right now. Actually, no, I I'll can't. do it. I'll do it because I'm actually logged in. Oh, actually, okay. So I couldn't log into your account, so I had to make a whole new account and like get a trial. Oh, okay. But I canceled it already. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you have a month of HBO Max, so you can watch, you know, the other three movies. Well, I, I canceled it already. Well, you should still get your... I can still go back and re resubscribe. You just have to use a different email, yeah. No, I can still use the same email. It's like 24 hours, mm. and then I can... Oh, they give you time to actually go back if you make a mistake? <laughs> like, are you sure? Well, what I, did, what I did was I went through Hulu. So oh, I signed okay. up on yeah, Hulu, yeah. and then through Hulu, like basically when you select your TV provider on HBO Max, you select Hulu... And then you log in with your Hulu details. Yeah. And then you can yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But but first you got to like add the HBO Max to the Hulu account. Yeah. Okay. I found a workaround way because I wasn't going to, 
I was just not gonna be like, hey, actually, I can't log in. <laughs> I was like, let me just let me just figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Because so, he's already in the movie. I'm already in the theater. Yeah. Okay. So, I Ooh, wonder if you can hear this because you won't be able to see it. Can you okay. hear this? Did you hear any of that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, so you can hear it. Yeah. But the screen's black, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's stupid <laughs> HBO Max blocking my screen share. But see if you can recognize the song. This is the ending song to the movie. Oh, yeah, it was like a Rage Against the Machine song or something like that, but it was like it a is. cover. It is. It's a cover, yeah. This is this is not uh this is not killing in the name of No, it's called Wake Up. Wake Up, okay. It's the same song that plays at the end of the first Matrix movie. But, but at the end of the first Matrix movie, it um it's the actual song, it's not the cover. Yeah for yeah. this movie. With uh with that whatever I don't know what band that is. That was a female voice though. But yeah. I walked out of theater. I'm like, yeah, man. Rage against the machine. These machines. Rage. It's okay. You haven't seen that movie anyway. I was quoting Bro. the second Matrix movie when. Bless you. Thanks. When uh, when Morpheus has a monologue to Zion and he talks about we've been fighting these. And then he pauses and he goes, machines! And the way he says it is so great, but funny. Um, anyway. Well, anyway. do you have any other well, thoughts? Um, Besides the women yeah. on your phone and your contacts? Any other thoughts? Oh, I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, any other thoughts? So... Knowing the backstory uh, a little bit more, at least from the conversation we had just now, uh, it makes me want to delve deeper into the actual... The other three. The other films. Um, so I might actually do that at some point. Yeah. And maybe I'll revisit this. Um, yeah. Or maybe I won't. Who knows? Well, maybe, that's your own prerogative. A, yeah. Um, but knowing more about the film helps me appreciate it more. Well, of course. So... Yeah. When you know context, yeah, I, it makes things a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, context is, is always great to have. Yeah. Even if it's like a three-song LP. Yeah. Or an EP. Or an e- oh, yeah, EP. Whoops. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking about EPs, if you're listening to this on the day that it's supposed to drop, which is Christmas. On Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Do you like our colors? Mer- Do you like our colors? Merry Christmas. Oh. We have red and green. Welcome, everybody. <gasps> To the to What the, We Talking About podcast. To the end episode 32. of the What We Talking About podcast episode 32. <laughs> How did we forget? I thought How it would be funny. I, I kept remembering, but I'm like, oh, there's no good point. So I'm like, let's just wait and see if it happens at the very end. And it did. So welcome to the end of episode 32, everybody. Mark's going to tell you something. Oh, basically, I wanted to say that um, we were talking about EP. Uh, my EP is out as of now, as of the, the release of this video. So go check it out. Um, we're gonna play a little bit at the very end of this episode. Oh, we are. Okay. Uh, Hunter, please put it in well, uh, with you, the edit. Hey, as long as you send me a song, I'll put it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll send you the songs. You can choose which one. So you know, the song you're hearing right now. 
is one of what song? What are the one of one of five one of songs five? from Name All from Five the LDM? Name All Five. It's the first one is High Tide. Second is Icarus. Then it's Remember Me. Then Autumn Fall. Then Night Show. Uh, I will not be using High Tide or Icarus because you guys have already heard those because I've already used them in outros because I have. Hey yo. So. Icarus, if you want to know Icarus, it is the song that I used on the Eternals episode because there was a character called Icarus and I thought it was funny. Smart. High Tide, I don't remember which one I used it on, but it'll be one of the other three that you're hearing right now because this is the end of the episode. And a Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Uh, Happy Hanukkah or Happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah's already over. Yeah, but. (laughs) It's a holiday episode. Or happy Kwanzaa, which is technically tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the 25th, right? And I don't know. You celebrate none of those. Happy New Year next week. Um, I think we're dropping one on New Year's We too, are. Right? So whatever happens oh, okay, so that week. Before before all this EP talk, disregard all, all that. What I wanted to ask was, what are you doing for Christmas? My, You're going to ask me now? After I just did an outro, we have two minutes. Now the song's still playing. (laughs) This is a long song. I'm gonna have to loop it. No, I can't because I said the song (laughs) you're hearing right now. The song's still playing in the background. Um, You can have the song play for a second and then turn it off. No, and then play it again at the end. But (laughs) Christmas, we do the same thing we do every year. We wake up Christmas morning. We uh we go through our stockings. We grab all of the gifts that we have. We stay in our PJs and our whole extended yes. family, aunts, cousins, grandparents, my family. We go to my grandma's and my grandfather's house. We all have breakfast. We have breakfast quiche that my Ooh, grandmother that my grandmother makes. Breakfast quiche and a whole bunch of danishes and eggnogs nice, and nice. orange juice. And then we all sit down in our PJs and open gifts together. And then everybody either goes home and gets ready and dresses a little bit nicer and then comes back and we have dinner as well or we just bring our clothes with us and we stay and we change and then we have dinner uh, and then we go home do you guys go anywhere to see like some lights or anything like that no not the family no um not that i mean me and me and sophie went um on tuesday last tuesday oh. no this last yeah this last no last tuesday last week the yeah i was like tuesday was yesterday the 14th right um, should have been yes i think my sister went um last week as well um and then my mom does stuff with her friends too so nice yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't gone to see any lights and i don't, I don't think i'm going to i mean look up pictures of christmas lights and christmas lighthouses that are decorated very nice so you can always look up youtube videos of like christmas neighborhoods and you can watch people walk around with a camera because you know there's probably those types of people that do that true true do that too Um, but you're going out of town for christmas actually i wanted to say the plan actually changed wow family that we were the family we were going to see caught covid wow so we're no longer going so why didn't you say something because we could have just um, you know not recorded tonight 
Was it an issue? That no, you had to but I just today? figured like when when was this canceled? Um, I think I found out about it yesterday. Oh, okay. Like last night, uh, and I okay, didn't. Okay. I didn't think it would really matter. No, it doesn't. I was gonna. Because I mean, we're gonna record today, so I was like, yeah. he, he probably already. Yeah. It's nice though because now I have a few days to actually put it together. So yeah, um, yeah, they caught COVID, which is unfortunate, but yeah. I'm actually really relieved because I did not want to travel because I traveling has just been really hard for me recently and when, i've had to travel when you're driving well yeah when i'm driving but even when i'm not driving then just go to sleep yeah but that's not <laughs> always the easiest thing yeah yeah yeah. anyways um for christmas we actually celebrate christmas on the 24th so the night of december 24th christmas do Eve, everything we do everything uh-huh. so we have like a dinner we'll have like presents um we'll kind of just chill out we'll probably watch like a christmas movie and yeah like I don't know, Home Alone or some other Christmas movie. Who knows? We always, we always do something yeah. little like that. But uh, we might make cookies again. My uh, sister made cookies the other night. There you go. And I did not get to taste them. They actually disappeared before I had a chance well, to. So that's a shame. It is next kind of a year, shame. or next time she makes cookies, just take them all. I don't even like sweets, though. That's the thing. You're a disgrace, then. That's not even a. That's not even the right word you should use for that. Yeah, it instance. is. You are a disgrace because you do not like cookies. That's not. That's not how it works. It is <laughs> in my mind. That's that's an opinion. That's a fact. Okay. <laughs> for my opinion. Anyways, so yeah, Christmas is gonna be nice, and then. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna be in my PJs. Cool. I have actually. I have some nice Christmas your, PJs. Your fancy sweats. Look at those things. Look at those feet. Wiki feet, everybody. Put his, put them on Wiki feet. <laughs> Give them five stars or two. I don't care. Anyways, we should probably wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, the song's because... been going long enough. No, the song. Don't have it. It's going to be it go. there. It's there. You can hear <laughs> oh it. You can gosh. hear it bumping. Listen to that music. Listen to it. Right. Go. Look at that. Anyways. Yeah. This has been episode 32 it has. of what were we talking about. It has. And we really do appreciate you coming by. On Christmas. Our... Yeah. If you're actually little... here listening to your two favorite bros during the holidays, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. And the, and and the Kwanzaa and the, the Hanukkah or nothing. And if you just get the day off because of work, that's cool too. I don't care. And we're As out. long as you listen, I don't care. And you better listen next week for the not special New Year's podcast because we have nothing yes. to talk about at the moment. So we'll figure it out. We're totally revamping the entire podcast for next year. Yes. No, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Our New Year's episode for next week, we will redo every episode within the hour. But also New Year's resolutions. I We're don't do those. It. I just do them when I think of them. So. Same. Same. Goodbye. We're, I'm done. Bye. We'll see you next Bye. week. Adios. All right, ciao.